The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to That's So Retrograde, home edition, episode number, I'm not sure, day, I'm not sure. It's definitely almost been a full month since this whole thing started because I'm about to get my period again, and that's how I can track time. That's the only way. There you go. (laughs) I'm Elizabeth Cott, and joining me, as always, is Stephanie Simbari, and we have Shui Master, goddess of space and style, joining us for this emergency conversation. (laughs) Megan Wallace James, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, babes. Hi. I've loved our 45 minutes as we shway the the audio equipment. (laughs) Exactly. So there's just no way to prepare for the thing uh, when you've never had to plug wires into nine things before. We're learning as we go. We're learning as we go. That's right. So we apologize for any uh, different sounding audio up front. The only way my voice would have been on the same level as theirs is if it was nine octaves higher and you would have gotten the Mickey Mouse version of, <laughs> of me. So nobody wants that. I think any version is great. So I think we should dive right in because there's so many questions that came through when we announced that We are going to be talking to you, Megan. First of all, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. I mean, I think there's emotional highs and lows in all of this. And um, I think it's just excellent practice in riding the wave. If anything, I think we're all, you know, sitting across the table, lying in bed next to our own shit. You know, it's, it's really a time to look at the stories we've been telling and almost kind of I've been almost trying to visualize rising above all my bullshit stories and really do the work that I've needed to do and not in a terms of a retreat or therapy or coaching, but just being alone with my thoughts. And yeah, there's good days of that and bad days of that. I love that you're saying that. I've been thinking about that so much, just like the ways in which like everything was moving so quickly that the only way to get to that center was to go and seek something external and that now we kind of see like that the adage of the spiritual teachers of like the answers are within you like is that yeah. very true has always been true but it just was so loud and so fast that i couldn't really hear my own voice and i didn't even really realize that mm-hmm. and then you're like okay i did that but then it's the next day of doing it again and again exactly it just it's like deeper but it's cool because it's like thank you Yes. It's a big old, hi, how are you, to self. Yeah, yeah. And with that comes the space in which we find ourselves long-term committed to at this point in the game. You recently relaunched your website, Megan, and I, I saw something on there that was a really cool graphic. I mean, there's a lot of really cool graphics happening over there, but it's a kind of flow chart that says, starts with heavy lifting, then clean house, stack the deck, then the feng shui, leisure, pleasure, just be, and then it kind of continues. Can you explain that? Well, I'm really realizing that the medicine is either less is more or more is more. You know, we, we do these extremes to find equilibrium. It's what's happening across the planet right now. This extreme shelter in place so that mother nature can find her equilibrium again, right? and that all of us are being asked to rise above our our stories and do the same. So I went from a very minimalist home and a very minimalist website into the most full home I've embodied in a while. And I didn't even intend to redesign the site, but it just kind of happened. And I just wanted more and more and more. And, And I thought, well, if I'm going to redo the site, It has to be to share the fact that I finally, after two years of sharing my work, realized how feng shui fits into the puzzle. Because I've I've worked a lot with both of you. You understand how some of it's feng shui and some of it's not. You know, some of it's very esoteric and some of it's really pragmatic. You can't feng shui a dirty, dumpy house, right? 
Well, that's like the first thing you said to me. <laughs> no, you didn't say it was during a dump. Like, I would love to help you, but you need to get rid of half your shit. And it's so true. It's like, there's only so many times you can push things into piles in different corners. Like, Absolutely. And, and mentally, right? That, that's a beautiful metaphor for how we open this. But, yeah. you know, these words come to me. I just kind of see and hear phrases. And the three phrases that came to me as I was finally finishing my book proposal, <laughs> the never-ending book proposal, were heavy lifting, stack mm-hmm. the deck, and leisure and pleasure. And heavy lifting is that, you know, everyone's been asking me right now, like, what's a, what's a feng shui thing I can do right now? And I go back to this concept of heavy lifting, which is to do the things that you know you've been needing to do. Mm. The cleaning, the organizing, the, you know, whatever it is, it's, it's the things that when I go work with a client, they're like, oh, I knew you were going to say that. Right. We all know those things like your garage of the last place. You knew that needed to be addressed. You can feel that energetic weight on you which is another reason I call it heavy lifting because yeah. once you do that, you have access to so much more life force and feng shui is, is the fun part of it. We, we stack the deck with feng shui. We add on another layer with using elements, using colors, using yin and yang. And it's really delightful, experimental, fun work. And it works so much better if those big energetic boulders have been shifted out of the way. Right. Then we can get into actually being in our homes, which now we don't have a choice if we're privileged enough to get to stay home right now, right? Get cozy. Heroes out there. But the leisure and the pleasure part, again, it's taking years of data where so often sensuality is missing from homes I go to. And sensuality, it's just so primal. It doesn't even need to be sexuality, but that idea of you could drop in and touch and feel and play and be, and you can be without being triggered by the piles of shit you haven't decided about that you haven't done. And when you leisure and pleasure, one, you know, we need to balance out. It's the yin and the yang of the work. We've done all the doing. Now we need to be, we need to let it calibrate. Feng Shui takes a beat to percolate. Three weeks, three months, even longer. So we set the intentions and then we have to let them fall into place. And when we leisure and pleasure, that's when we can do the gentle refinement around the place. You can be you know, laying in repose on your couch and be like, oh, you know, I want to tweak that. Or what if I moved that? Or, or you just enjoy it. But those three in tandem I have discovered are what bring us into intuitive alignment, which is how feng shui is a manifestation hack. When you know your your truth, when you're marching to the beat of your own drum, I always say, you know your next two steps. I don't want to know the bigger pictures yet. I want to know my next two steps because if I do that, there's always an action I can take. It feels achievable, kind of that low-hanging fruit that us type A'ers love but it keeps me in flow. And when that flow gets murky or dry, that's when I know it's time to kind of pick it back up again, come out of the leisure and the pleasure and get back into doing the heavy lifting, like a rearrange, another project. We live in the material world, like shit piles up. You know, these are not constants. We clean the home the next day. You're like, wait, I just cleaned the home yesterday. So it's just kind of the rhythm of the work as it's revealed itself to me as it stands today. I love that you're talking about the heavy lifting because that's something that I was thinking about so much as I was moving during this time and like how challenging it was. And just, you know, we had done so many layers of this type of work of taking things away and, you know, minimalizing, minimalizing, minimalizing. And then and I was shocked to discover that there was still so much more that I, than I thought. Yeah. And I kept, you know, thinking, wow, like, the block probably was for so long that I, there was a limit to how much heavy lifting I was willing to do. And how much time you had to spend on it, right? Totally. That's why it's so, so amazing to do it now. Yeah. It's hard to make the time for this when we are leading really busy lives. Yeah. But it's something to tell yourself when you're doing the heavy lifting is just like on the other side of this is where the miracles are. And it's fucking true. And you did so much heavy lifting and so much stacking the deck if we're really going to, you know, use, use my jargon that you kind of lifted yourself up and out of there, which I'm seeing with my clients all over the world. We do this. We're so transient. We're, We're just a transient society, not in this moment, but movement 
and change are our only constant. So when we almost perfect a place, particularly if we're young and we're renting, we're on and up to the next place. Yeah. And so I'm not surprised that uh, we hop on Zoom and I see you in a completely different environment right now yeah. because that would fit. Again, raised by scientists, so like kind of want to be a scientist. Yeah. This is another data point, you know, along along the path of, I mean, we met um, maybe a year and a half ago, right? Is that it? I think so. And a little longer, no? I'm not sure. What is time? Who My knows? company turns two in May. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, two years. Yeah. And like think of all of that. And I like to use that idea yeah. of there are no sunk costs with energy. Yeah. That's, it builds these muscles. It teaches you. It's, yeah, it's true. It's like, fuck, I built a bed. I got these lights. I did all this shit. And then I'm like, got to pay someone to disassemble all that stuff. I'm like, this is wild. But do you have more confidence being in this new home, knowing that you've built that muscle of- 100%. I use this in quotes, proper home. Yeah. 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 Cool, right? Yeah, it was really- When I met you, you were kind of like, well, I don't know this. You're like, I don't know how to do this. I don't need to do this. And now you're just kind of like, I can fucking move myself in a pandemic and set it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the empowerment the piece of move. this. Yeah. Because I do think, again, the goal is intuitive alignment. It's listening to yourself. It's not texting me and being like, I need a table. What color? What size? Like, I think that's how a lot of feng shui people run their, their stuff. And it's like, I don't need all those texts. Like, you know what you like. You know yeah. what to do. You can read the Bagua and then you can check in with me if you want a second opinion. I love that. Yeah. Look what I have, Steph. Ooh. This is the beauty of recording from home. You can have a prop. If we weren't in a pandemic right now, I'd ask you to drop some of that into my mouth. This is the most delightful CBD product. I am so obsessed. I love it. 600 milligrams CBD extract plus MCT oil. We're talking about feels. Premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. CBD that will keep your head clear and help you feel your best. I couldn't agree more. Feels has a gentle elevation that definitely has been helping ease my anxiety in times when that shit is elevated. And I'm just so grateful that it exists. Yeah, I must say that... You know, we get to try a lot of CBD. This one really stands out. And I love the taste. Yeah, it's very like earthy. Yeah, I love it. And the thing about it is I think that like CBD came onto the market and they kind of were like, okay, like figure it out. And <laughs> well, it was like the Wild West. It was like there was no fucking rules. So Feels offers real human support. If you're new to CBD or just really trying oh, to like you figure mean. out yes. your proper dosage, they offer a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience, which mm. I just like to feel supported by anything I'm ingesting. For sure. Me too. You guys can join the Feels community and you will get Feels delivered to your door every month. Um, Hello? Really? You know, <laughs> trying not to leave the house? That is Same. a dream come true. <laughs> can I bathe in it too? <laughs> Feels will work naturally to help you feel better. There is no high. There's no hangover. There's no addiction, you guys. You're going to love it. Trust us. We've been explorers in the cannabis space for longer than we care to admit. <laughs> so go. Since before it was cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I like to take a few drops under my tongue before I go to sleep at night. That's my preferred method. I like to in dump a anyone, bottle down my throat when I wake up in, in the morning. In case anyone was curious. <laughs> guys, head over to feels. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash retrograde. Become a member and you will get 50% off your first order with free shipping. I mean, that is a dream. What's come not true. to love? Try it out. This has the major that's so retrograde CBD stamp of approval. As my seventh grade math teacher used to say about difficult equations, try it. You'll like it. <laughs> Perfect. Now back to the show. Did we get into some of the listener questions? Yeah, we got so many great ones, and they're kind of riding on specifics, but also we can kind of align them with like bigger picture themes as well. So you know, obviously a lot of people are dealing with major career shifts right now, mostly not at their will. Right. So talk to us about abundance tips to stack the deck in a time of unemployment. Courage to use the void to transition, building foundations on shifting sands. Very beautifully. Very poetic. Hard to decipher. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, she knew her target audience well. You know, it's funny, the the symbol of the butterfly came to me a couple months ago, and I've probably like been hitting my Instagram followers over the head with it. But, you know, it's a time for metamorphosis. And when we're talking about abundance with a lack of budget, I think the number one thing we can do is editing and elbow grease. So again, back to this concept of heavy lifting, we take in all of the subliminal messaging from around our home. So if we're looking out of dirty windows, if we're seeing the laundry on the floor, it's this idea, I think Abraham Hicks says it, like you've got to be ready to be ready. And so, yes, there's so much out of our control right now. So I'm mm-hmm. urging everyone to, to think about what is in your control. Yes. How could you get ready, even if you don't know what you're getting ready for? Because so much of feng shui, again, data points, are that it's a non-specific form of manifestation. You can activate because you're madly in love with a very specific person. Well, when you open your house for love, that doesn't mean that they're going to come calling. It means that you're going to open to love. Amen to that, sister. And it's highest good. It's, and that's why if we are tapped into our own truth, it's our highest good. And so I actually prepared a list for this time. And it's a free list. It's been out on Instagram. We can link to it here as well. But it's really just, I just kind of jotted down the first things that came to mind. And they really would encompass as part of the heavy lifting. I think that the thing that you said that's the most tactile and like the thing that I thought of when this when I read this question was really this notion of there's so much that we can't control. There's so much that is feels scary and feels overwhelming and like you know, if you're losing your job and you don't have money and these are things like you can't control them. Like that's, that's so maddening and so frightening and focusing on the things that you can control is I think such a healthy way to go about the process, especially when we're talking about your environment. So you said windows, you said cabinets, what are other specific things that are like maybe overlooked areas in people's homes that could use that type of controlled attention? Well, I have this new thing I'm obsessed with. It's called pockets of discord, where you really, you just drop into kind of a moving meditation of puttering around your home Mm -hmm. and you just tune into the things that kind of drive you crazy, but you don't often do anything about. Yeah. And they're little things, but when you add them up together and you group them in with the very obvious things that need to happen, you're going to free up your energy. I'd also say if it's a time in life where maybe you've been let go from a position, I would do some really hefty digital shui. I'd want Mm. my device, my files, not fuck you shui, but I just might not want to have all of my like favorite contacts as my old boss and my whole desktop filled with files from my old job. I do the same thing with breakups, right? Love that. You don't need to see it right there. And you can just really, you know, this whole butterfly metaphor of it's a time for cocooning. You don't know what is going to come out of this, but we all know if we're trying our best and, and it's a daily, it's a daily battle right now. So some days you just need to fuck it and chill and, and watch a show. Right. And some days you need to get the momentum and, and just start getting lost in the work that you've been needing to do, because what it will do is turn you on to great ideas. Yeah. And you're going to kind of, oh, what if I, you know, your body is cleaning, but your mind is really pattern sorting from a different place. And so it's those little epiphanies of maybe I should call so-and-so or what if I always, what if I started that site I've been wanting to start? Or what if I want to start posting different kind of content because I've always wanted to work in this field or I'm taking um, real estate classes. Amazing. I'm like, a real estate license would be really cool. Um, Love that. I would live for a real estate (laughs) agent who had your background, nothing better on the planet. I want that to be like something that we put on like a bumper sticker. You're cleaning, but you're really, what are you doing in your mind? You said pattern. High level pattern sorting. That is like next level genius truth. I have these new little video lessons on my site. They're called Lessons a la Carte. And I price them like less than a coffee that we're not going out to buy right now. And the first one is called Move In, Move Out. And it's, no, I always reverse that. It's Move Out, Move In. 
And you basically take a workhorse of a room, like a kitchen or a bathroom, a room that, a room that gets really grody, even if you're a tidy person. And yeah. you take everything out of it and there's all this other stuff and you basically, you put it in in a much more efficient, beautiful way. And as you're doing it, you're sorting out the mug from the job you just got fired from and you know the rancid oils or, or all the stuff, right? You guys both get a ton of stuff in, in your bathrooms. I've seen both of your like beauty closets and just what would you still put on your body? And in the kitchen, what would you put in your body? And as you do that, not only do you open up so much energy across the board in your home, but you just, I always keep a legal pad with me when I do stuff like this because I get so much that just starts to download for me. And some of it seems mm, silly. You're like, why, why would I call this person? And then you call this person and you have this insane discussion that leads to the other thing. We have to be open. You know, we're in our homes. And for a lot of us who pick up on the zeitgeist, you know, we're at home. So I've been doing these heavy lifting projects to dialogue with intuition. I've been doing bibliomancy, just pulling a book off of my shelf, opening it up, starting from there. So, I mean, I hope that helps. And, and I want to link to the, to the, I call it COVID shui, but that list of, I think it's at least 35 things that will really, really change the energy. Jumpstart it. The whole thing. We're going to take another break. And I'm really, really excited to mention this partner. They feel more important than ever, always holding a place in our heart. But right now, Talkspace Online Therapy is the most convenient and affordable way to make a lasting change in your life with support of a licensed therapist. Not only that, but also right now, we all have a lot of things we need to get off our chest. And it's not necessarily something that we can just keep on talking about with our friends or our partners or our family members because everyone who isn't a professional is just as like, you know, you need those coping skills. To me, that's what therapy was good for is I got like tools. Exactly. And Talkspace matches you with a licensed therapist based on your needs and preferences. They have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties. So if you have something very specific you want to work on, they will find someone who is right for you. And once you're matched, you begin therapy that very same day. And you can do it via phone or computer Whenever you need to. So it's like- send your therapist a text. Your dream. I mean, hello. (laughs) Hi, you up? (laughs) I got some thoughts. But like, I think, you know, all of us are experiencing so many levels of emotions right now. And it really helps to talk to somebody who is an impartial. And you can go through their site and see what type of therapy that you think would be best for you. They have over- 40 specialties because there's different kinds of techniques. So it really is customizable to your needs and so convenient yeah. from the comfort of uh, So, I mean, the they really were ahead of in. the curve on this, like, don't leave your house, get therapy yeah. situation. And the yeah. bottom line is that life can be hard. Right now is a really fucking hard time. It doesn't matter who you are, what you're dealing with. Everyone can collectively say, this is hard. Mm-hmm. And so- Talkspace wants to give more of the support that we need at a price that we can afford. Yeah, I hear a lot of people being like, I wish I could go to therapy right now, but I can't afford it. And so, so voila. As a listener of That's So Retrograde, you get $100 off your first month on Talkspace. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure you use the code retrograde to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's retrograde at Talkspace.com. Guys, check them out. We're huge fans. Bye. Now back to the show. Bye, bye, bye. So we got a question that's kind of the reverse of the unemployment, but that is on how to create boundaries between your office and home mm. now that they are in the same space. Yeah, totally. Sorry, we're like having a Megan vocabulary lesson here today, but there's two things I talk about that I think are relevant for this one. One is elegant systems and two are daily anchors. So my kids are homeschooling at our dining room table. So every morning I set that up. I just take it out of the bin where it lives and I put it on the table and I tee up their systems. And then at the end of the homeschool day, I put it back. So I know this sounds really simple because it is. Yeah. It's not an elegant system doesn't have to be complicated. 
but it's just how you move through the space, a bit of a routine and a rhythm where it doesn't feel so daunting to you. It would feel daunting to me to get around to dinner time and trying to get the kids to the table. And I've cooked my third meal of the fucking day and there's, there's school stuff everywhere. And so having that way you transition through your space, giving things homes, taking them out, putting them back, and then also understanding how that fits into how you start your day and end your day. What type of person are you? Do you want to wake up and have it all pristinely prepared, ready to go? Or do you not mind kind of waking up and, and setting the stage for the action that's going to happen? Does that help? Does that make sense to you guys? That is really helpful. Like how to create the boundaries, like create the boundary, essentially. Totally. And like now we're working from home. And so I see this with a lot of clients who actually work from home when we're not in this moment, but they don't really give themselves the right space to work from home. Mm. We're probably not going out and buying new desks and things like that. But if you always work in your kitchen, take a kitchen cabinet over, have a place for your laptop and your papers and your pens. And then when you want to cook, you have a safe place to put everything out of the way. And then when you want to work again the next day, you take it out and you do it. Yeah. Like igniting little rituals that kind of welcome you into that space and then close it off. So it can kind of. Exactly. Because we need to be able to turn off and turn on during this time. Right. So if you're done for the day, you've done all your work, feels really holistic to close it up, charge it, put it away, wipe down the table, and just give yourself some literal breathing room before you got to wake up and do it all over again the next day. You know, I think that's a habit that probably, like the not doing that is probably a habit hangover from the life that we were living prior to this experience. Because mm-hmm. I can remember, like, I didn't really have a kitchen table for the last four months. I just had a giant, like, desk table. And I would never, just because I was running around and just, I don't know, in a different headspace, like... I would literally eat my food, move my papers over, push my computer back. And I was always having this like kind of chaotic, non-kitchen, non like the like I didn't have a boundary because everything was just felt like it had to happen all at once. So like the luxury of right now is to be able to do the thing that you're saying, which is like take the time that you have, because you have time, to just do the extra step. Or completely commandeer a random piece of furniture if you don't right. If you are, you know, writing something complicated and you have out all of your notes and you don't want to pack it up, then just be like, that's off limits for anything else right now. Just give yourself, you use the perfect word, boundaries. Yeah. So cool. It's not overwhelming. Yeah. And if you can try to keep it out of the bedroom, I just don't think we need all that. Like I, I always am a huge proponent of not having all that work energy in the bedroom. Yes. But also working from bed is a luxury that I'll never put down. <laughs> Can you guys discuss how to stay in grace and shui when a person living with difficult roommates or a dirty boy or two dirty boys? Yeah, Yeah. that too. Um, I mean, this is tricky. I think it again goes back to boundaries and rules. And I think this is where bedroom shui can be really major because a lot of us in community living situations at least have our own room. And so to really feather your nest and be creative with kind of what you're seeing in there, does it feel serene? Does it feel safe? Does it feel protected? I'm really into this kind of energy of cocooning right now. So closing the drapes, soft lighting, lots of blankets on the bed, washing the sheets a couple of times a week because we are working from bed. We are eating from, we're in bed a lot, right? And controlling what you can control. And if you can walk into your bedroom, you've done your heavy lifting, you know, you've played around with, you can overlay the bagua over your own bedroom and rearrange things and stack the deck with putting certain elements in certain areas. And it's not a time for a big purge because I just don't know where that stuff goes right now. I don't know what that looks like. I don't but maybe you don't want to see it and you want to tuck it in your closet. But if you can walk in your room and feel safe and held, I think that's going to go a long way for this time. And again, I mean, I don't want this to sound naive, but I really do think people are doing their best and people are going to have easy weeks and hard weeks. And if you can just try to keep yourself in this idea of, I'm in this 
pressure cooker of a cocoon because I'm going to emerge into a new form of self as the world emerges into a new form of self. And again, get lost in a project, distract yourself, you know, do that thing you've always wanted to do. There's heavy lifting in terms of our self-education and our self-work as well. And there's so much amazing content being created right now. I can't think of a time when there's been more available content. And so not to kind of cherry pick from all of it, but to come up with a plan for yourself. So feather your nest, create a cocoon and get lost in self-growth. That's what, that's what I do when the boys aren't around. And I want to bring up a, a point here where a lot of us use a, a cleaning woman or a cleaning service or a nanny as a band-aid and a, a integral part of, of the household too, but like really looking at where has this individual been kind of carrying the weight of the family mm-hmm. and how are you supporting that person right now? Because they have no protection in the grand scheme of things. They, they are dependent on these wages. And then everyone's going to call them to come back at some point. So I'm just trying to use it as a wake-up call of like, what, what have I been outsourcing? What do I want to continue to outsource? What don't I? How can I take care of the people who are there for my family, who are there for me to let me do my work? Looking at the teachers, all, all of these different roles, right? It's a big wake-up call in terms yeah. of relationship and otherwise. And just because we can do something doesn't mean we always have to, but right now we have to. And that's right. a very different attitude of, I love to clean. I don't love to clean because I have to clean because the kid's bathroom is really disgusting. But that's this moment. And I think it leads to layers and layers and layers of introspection and kind of how we're all interwoven and connected. Mm-hmm. Take better care of each other. I want to touch this one question because it's so universal. and It's kind of the opposite of what we were just touching on but how to create a love nest during quarantine while okay. masturbation. <laughs> a chic, stylish place to masturbate. Well, I mean, it's like, not now. <laughs> oh, I, I think it's so important. I, I think touch is primal and you got to get it how you can get it right now. It's funny. I had opened up when I moved into this house in January, I had put my bed up against the wall. It was very like, what? Like for people who know me, they're like, whoa. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> Shoved up against the wall. I was really heartbroken. I really wanted to like, and I, I moved here after all of this legal advocation. And I just wanted to be like, I'm the matriarch of this home. I can handle this. I don't need anybody else right now. And until I can really feel my power, I'm not going to attract in a partner. And then about a month ago, I was like, okay, no, two months ago. I was like, okay, I feel really good. We're handling this. We up-leveled everything's, you know, move the bed away from the wall, center it in the room, bring back the matching bedside tables, do all the stuff, all the, all the, there's a whole list on my site of all the ways you can activate your sex life with feng shui. I did all of that. Then this happened. But what I'm seeing is that the home is open for love and love is showing up in all of these other ways. And there's also... I think the most beautiful online things happening now, I know a handful of girlfriends who are in really kind of gentle courtships because they're really getting to know people. So there's no reason why you can't activate for love right now, but it's kind of back to that question of if your roommates are bugging you, like the bedroom is the love part of the house wherever it is. And so getting that bedroom really on point and then diving deeper into body image. I mean, all the other mental the mental energetic boulders and just really being like, I've been doing this thing where as I move through my day, whether the boys are here or not, I'm like, would I want the partner I'm calling in to witness this? Like, how would I feel if he were witnessing this right now? Mm. And it's really caused me to examine some of my habits. And personally, I decided to cut way back on caffeine and alcohol during this time. And that's nothing I ever They're not substances I have an issue with, but I just was kind of waking up and needing that and cooking dinner and needing that. And that neediness felt like the antithesis of love energy. Mm. And so I'm saying a lot of different things in, in, in one answer, but again, that rising above you and looking at yourself and being like, am I really cool with everything that I'm seeing and doing? And perfection's not the aim. Tricking someone into falling in love with a false version of you is not the aim. But just that 
whole body integration. Also, like, think about, you know what I would do? I would think about what it would be like if someone were to walk into my, my room, like something mm-hmm. that made me really want to work with you in the beginning was that I felt like every time that someone would come into my house, I'd be like, sorry, 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 sorry. And I was like in this like perpetual apology for my space. And it's like, is that what you feel like when you open the door to your bedroom that you're immediately like, excuse me, let me clean up all this shit. And like, right. oh, my glasses from three nights of drinking water are still here. And like, my bed's unmade and, you know, I haven't put my clothes away and, or there's a pile, like all those little things that give you shame to me is like the first step of creating the space. Wonderful. That is like an unconscious thing that you're just projecting. Like I'm gross, look away. I'm gross. Fuck me and leave. I'm gross. Like that whole, or, or you're going to attract someone that's like, it's cool that you're gross. Do you mind if I also am gross with you? And like, nobody wants that. I feel like this was really, really wonderful. You're such a wealth of information, Megan. I just love that all the questions were around love and money because that's what they always are on. And um, they're the same energy. They're the same energy. Just such a time to get down with yourself, be cool with yourself and flow. Because if you're flowing, like the rest is going to take care of itself. Yeah. And never has there been a better time to take on a home project or practice being in the present moment. And I think the combination of the two can really result in some really special, deep personal work. I just wanted to say that I I hope people aren't feeling anxious because they're seeing the things that they want to do and it's not the time to maybe invest in it because it's a scary time or you can't have... um, workers come to your home. But I have found that making a plan and just knowing that that plan exists, you can kind of rest a lot easier that, you know, when this is done, we're going to get the house painted. We really like these shades of paint. We'd really like to work with this guy we know. And that already gets that energetic ball rolling where you can then just drop into ease again because it's being addressed. You've spoken it out loud. And then you don't have to get pissed off every day that the paint on your house is peeling. Megan, thank you so much. We know our listeners, some of your episodes are their favorites. So, um, and and all same with us too. So um, encouraging everyone to go back and listen to the other three. Three, is it? Yeah. And just thank you for your wisdom and your vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. And guys, I was check like, out what's, what's the start of a cult? Is it like having very specific languaging? Like, is that? Yes. <laughs> well, if yours is a cult, I am proudly a member. So, th- yeah. well, it means a lot to be on here. Again, I don't want to trivialize anything anyone's going through, but I hope this gives some, some quick hits of, of energy and I've got to go. I threw a handful of granola bars in the kids' room and gave them their iPads. So now I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go have to shway that situation up and get them outside. We're going to plant wildflower seeds all over our um, hill overgrown with weeds. I was like, we're not going to pick the weeds. We're just going to infuse color yeah. and life on top of it. And like chaos and magic and color and beauty. And we'll see how that goes. Yes. Well, please report back. Thank you so much. Thank Your you. chaos and magic and beauty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I love you guys. Thank you for having love me. You. And everyone out there, stay stay safe and and stay well. Thank you. Guys. Wow. Here we are again. So blessed. So blessed for a commercial break. That's right. Pardon the interruption. We're talking about our longtime friends, Sakara. Clean eating designed for results. And here's the thing, I feel like this is a really nice time to have meal delivery to your house, especially when it's mindfully crafted and kind of like cleansy. Well, you know, it's interesting because right now I feel my food vibe is I want to be eating a lot, like hearty things, but I want them to be super healthy. And I feel like I'm not always sure I don't really have always have like the inventive mind to be able to craft meal after meal after meal after meal out of healthy options. So I love that Sakara is still offering this because you don't really have to think about your health 
Yeah. When all you're doing is thinking about your health So delicious, ready-to-eat meals that are made with powerful plant-based ingredients that are designed to boost our energy, improve digestion, get your skin glowing. Who doesn't love that? I mean, also boost your immunity, which is all we're really about these days. So hot right now. It's so hot right now. And along with delicious meals, Saqqara also has daily wellness essentials on their website, like supplements and herbal teas. I've been doing their detox tea Mm. right over there. If you look, I have a little tea station. It looks gorgeous, Elizabeth. I just really enjoy that that detox tea. Elizabeth caught Cup of cup tea. Of tea. <laughs> That's what people used to make fun of me when I was little. But I was weirdly, proper. really applies. <laughs> I know. I get it. It's like, uh, well, what do people call you when they're making fun of you? They called me a mighty morphin power midget. Pretty Ouch. cool. <laughs> Pretty I don't like that. Cool. But what I do love is Sakara. Obviously, you guys, if you've been listening to this show on the journey with us, we've been talking about them for the past five years. Mm-hmm. We are huge fans and we're so excited to offer a little discount for you guys. If you head over to sakara.com, that's S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash retrograde and enter the promo code retrograde at checkout, you're going to get 20% off your first order. If you've ever been kind of delicately wanting to do the Sakara dance, now's a great time. You can avoid the grocery store. I know. And remember, oh my God, literally, I would sell my left kidney to avoid the grocery store at this point. But remember, you can customize the meals too. So if you're like, I do my smoothies in the morning, but I never know what to have for lunch or whatever. Like, it's just a cool thing to explore right now and give yourself one less thing to worry about. Exactly. So Sakara.com right. slash retrograde. Code retrograde. 20% off. Now back to the show. Bye. Okay, Roses and Thorns at Home Edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like this is like I'm doing a school project right now. You look like <laughs> you're you're inside of your own adult diorama. I really <laughs> am. Yeah. It's like Real Housewives season three marathon is on in the background. No sound. I'm shook by what's happening on your TV. Did you guys know Denise Richards is on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Yes, everybody knew that. Well, I'm just learning and <laughs> I am. I've got a lot of questions about how she got there. Look, this is great. I walk into Elizabeth's house. She's like literally living her little CEO dream of her like microphone, her computer, all of her wires, her little like desk note things. I mean, it's all really happening. Thanks. Yeah, really. You know, this is just a tiny manifestation of the giant office that you will want to have to yourself. <laughs> Hopefully it I can mean, maybe be in your home. Yeah, I don't think like, I feel like working out of the home is a moot situation. We've all figured out how to make it happen. Okay. So it's a microcosm of the giant office that you will one day have not in your kitchen. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) There we go. I love it. This is just a real moment that I find myself like throughout the day being like, is this like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Wow. It's scary. It's crazy. It's weird. And it's beautiful all at the same time. Yeah. And I keep being like, okay, what's going to happen is that at some point, things are going to have to pick back up to a certain degree. I don't think it's going to be like, bounce back, snap your fingers. It's just going to have to, we're going to have to start living and we're not going to be on lockdown for fucking ever. Right. And I just keep kind of pondering, like, even though I'm subconsciously and on some conscious level processing and aware of the things that I'm learning right now about the way that I personally manage time, need to manage time, my relationship to it, to other people, to myself all those things we're all filtering through and being clear about and recognizing, you know, uh, our relationship to the way that we operate in the world and what really was serving us and what really wasn't. We've Mm -hmm. talked about that throughout this whole, this whole experience. And I keep kind of wondering like, what is it going to look like when things do pick up? Where are the areas where I'm really going to have like to apply these lessons? Um, I've been following, I know I've talked about this, but Marianne has been doing these like daily COVID diaries where she just like sits and talks to the camera for 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. And it's all I've ever wanted from her, really. And she said something and she was talking more on a macro level, like as a society. She said, if you don't come out of this change, you're doing it wrong. Right. And I really think, yes, on a global scale, yes, there's so many things in our world that need to shift. And this hopefully will be the catalyst for that. But like on a personal level, on a micro level for us all, like how amazing, like this is, will change us. 
I mean, it already is. It already has, but we don't know what it looks like. And yeah. I think that's why we need to be really gentle where it's like, I agree with her. Like, yeah, if you don't come out change, you're doing it wrong or you're not learning, but whatever. It's like, but also be super kind to yourself about of that. Of course. It's not about like rigorous self-work. Yeah. It's about being able, and this is kind of what I was getting at earlier, like being able, like this is a gift if we're able to look at it through that lens of, as you said, things were moving way too fast. That's the number one thing that I'm aware of. Yeah. The other night I was just like, so I stretched on my floor and then I was like, then I like rolled on my back and then I like rolled on my stomach and then I like rolled on my back and I was just like, then I like picked up a book and then I like looked at my, you know what I mean? I just was living in a timeless reality mm-hmm. for a second. And I was like, this is how I used to be before I was a phone haver, before technology was the timekeeper. Yeah. You know, you used to have to look at a clock to know what time it was. You weren't compulsively looking at your phone, constantly reminded that the world was happening. Right. Remember like being in your room as a kid? Like how weird would you get with yourself? So weird. Me Casting too. spells. Uh, yeah. Listening writing to Tori emo Amos. poetry. So dark. Like fucking <laughs> insane. Like, but that's what I feel like I'm tapping into again is a part of me that doesn't, isn't always plugged in. And that I think is our humanity and will be the thing that catalyzes the change over time. Like everyone that we've talked to on like an astrology level is like, this is going to be happening for the next like four to seven years. So it's not like- Strap in. Yeah. It's not like we're going to be fucking coming out of this. Like we learned our lessons and now we're conscious and fuck Amazon. Like I'm trying to do or whatever. (laughs) But it is like those heavy realizations that slowly over time begin to change behaviors. And I'm hopeful that it will happen from the top down. I think we do see people in places of business and politics having those stronger voices. Mm -hmm. And maybe like in 10 years, we're going to wake up and those are the voices that are on top. But this, I do believe, is like the official turning point. Ugh, for sure. It's like, we're going this way. And some people are like, I think we should go this way. This seems like better. Like, that's a retrograde. It's like, let's try this way. Yeah. And now the world is like, whoa, it's like we hit a patch of ice and we're just trying to yeah. fucking stabilize the wheel. That's a perfect analogy. Yeah. Um, and I just want to say that like, you know, this is, as you said, nothing is forever. Mm-hmm. This is a temporary experience. Yeah. We will get through it. And the yeah. best we can do, at least this is what I've been telling myself, is just making each moment like just checking in and figuring out like, how can I like lift the vibe for Mm -hmm. myself and the people around me? That's what I mean. Like, you know what I did the other day? I literally went into my car, blasted. I know for some reason I was like, I need to listen to music as loud as I can possibly (laughs) listen to it. The music needs to cover my soul. I was like, what do I need to listen to? And I was like, I need to blast Jagged Little Pill in my car. So I went out to my car and just turned it up all the way and was like yell singing to the songs psychotic behavior, but it was so such a rosy choice. Yeah. I mean, what stuff like that, just getting fucking crazy like that. Getting weird with it. Yeah. And also like, this is something that my Handel coach offered me as, as like a little personal exercise that I want to share. And it's like, for me, like a lot of thoughts have been coming through my head as I'm sure universally, like there's just so much to be processing. Yeah. And I've found that like I have little like micro annoyances of things that like wouldn't normally annoy me because I have opportunities to be distracted by my calendar and the things I need to do. So like just the thoughts are coming up, but like not to take them so seriously. Right. Being able to look at them and laugh at them. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious that you just went there. That's hilarious that that just made you. Oh, do you know how many times a day I say out loud? Oh, you're a psycho <laughs> to myself. Right. I mean, but like, <laughs> like just gay. as thoughts that are hard to come up, like it, they don't always have to like hold equal weight. Right. Well, and they that's never something did. that they, right. I, there's just a, a practice that I'm newly learning with myself mm-hmm. as I've had more time to think and more time to assess mm-hmm. just to laugh at the thoughts and just not make, take them, take them so seriously because right. everything feels so serious and it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Um, so that's just been super helpful. Thanks, Angie, over at Handel. Oh my God, I'm dying for my hand. The Handel stuff is so such an interesting time to be doing it right now. Like, it's perfect. I agree. I'm just like, oh, I have all the time in the world. Like, I do it. And then I think about it for a couple of weeks and I do the next week. And I'm just like, it's so crazy to be like unwinding patterns and then 
only applying them to yourself. Because I feel like, I don't know how if you feel this way, but sometimes I think with like self-work and then going into the world, it's kind of like too much. It's overwhelming, right? So like you get into some deep corner of yourself, you unpack something, you feel like you're understanding like a mechanism that's like core to you, working through it, shifting behaviors, thoughts, all these things that it takes to grow. Mm -hmm. Then normally you're just like, and now I got to get in my car and go to 75 meetings and take 45 phone calls, enter all the email. And you know, you don't have time to process. Yeah. So now it's like, oh, I've been thinking about this one thing that Lauren said for weeks. Yeah. Like it's a hot, it's a very present thought. And you can apply it. And I can apply it. And you can dissect it and you can write about it and you can like, it's so I think obviously whether forced or otherwise self-work right now is a beautiful opportunity. It should be fun. Try to have fun with it. Like, and that's what I've been thinking about with my creativity and my self-work and whatever. It's like, I feel like I forgot I stopped having fun. Mm Mm-hmm with the things that I was choosing to spend my time with. Like I was telling you, my friend wants like, was wanting to write a script with me. And I was like, the work of writing. And I felt because of what I've been through and the burden and the disappointment, all these fucking things. Yeah. And then he just, every time he would like send me, he'd be like, okay, don't forget to have fun. And I was like, why does he keep telling me to have fun? And then finally, like a couple days ago, I got into it and I was like, this is so fun. Oh, it's fun to be creative. Anything that you do that becomes your work starts to feel like a fucking burden only because you're so overwhelmed under ordinary circumstances. So yes. Yes. Enjoying the process of in any regard, even if it's untwisting a fucking necklace for an hour. Right. Totally. Just put on some music and like have at it. Zone the fuck out. Would it be too much to ask to have a review to be left on iTunes. No. If you have not done that and you enjoy the show, I the other day I kind of had some time on my hands and I went through all of our friends who have podcasts and I just like left a little rating. Oh my god, how sweet are you? You know, that's like a currency in the podcasting sphere. So if anybody is feeling the call, we would so greatly appreciate a rating. And um, if you want to bonus points, leave a review. We do read them. So thanks to all the lovely ones. Please do, friends. The mean ones. We see you. I mean, look, (laughs) I've had to learn that I'm not everyone's cup of tea. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. And I'm fine with it. Because you know whose cup of tea I am? Yours. Mine. And mine. Exactly. And that's all that matters, friend. Amen <laughs> to that. Um, okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Bye. Love you. Stephanie Sambari here. Bye. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.